You are listening to the Inspiring Your Shine podcast, where you will be empowered with the truth to live authentically, abundantly, and on purpose, taking you and your business from surviving to thriving by helping you be authentically you. Hello there, it's Rebecca. Welcome back to Inspiring Your Shine. I'm so glad that you've joined me today. I think this is a very valuable thing to talk about, to learn about, to think about, and that is the whole subject of how to develop unshakable commitment to reach your goals. Because here's the thing, so many people in this world have goals and dreams that are never fulfilled. And part of the reason why is because they don't know what it takes to commit to something and see it through to the end. And so we're going to be talking all about commitment How come some people are not able to keep their commitments? What are those things that tend to take us out? Why some people struggle to commit in the first place? And tips on how you can stay committed so that you can make your dreams come true. So last week, I did a podcast on motivation. So if you haven't heard that, you may want to go back because what you're going to find is motivation and commitment are in a, like a marriage relationship. They are both necessary for you to reach your goals. We need the motivation to get us started, to make us feel good, to be excited and passionate. But then it's the commitment that's truly going to see us through to the end and help us get to the destination we seek. Because ultimately we do not get just what we want. We get what we are 100% committed to. So unless you're fully committed to something, you do not have a hope in the world of bringing your dreams and goals into a reality. For a lot of my life, there were things that I desired and I wanted and I dreamed about, but it wasn't until I started truly committing that no matter what, I was going to not break the promise to myself that if I had committed to do something, that I was going to get to the end and I was going to complete it, that I started seeing results in my life. I started having successes. So just a few of the successes that I have had because I have committed are, first of all, I'm very proud of this one. I have maintained a happy marriage for 25 years. My husband and I got married young, against all odds, had a daughter young, and we were in the military and everyone told us it wasn't going to work. And we stayed committed. We were committed to it and we have made it work. And I couldn't even think of a time when I was seriously wanting out of the marriage or anything. We've had a pretty happy marriage. So I really do think that it's because of both of us being committed. I also had achieved a high-level leadership position in a direct sale company, and that is what I was doing before they went out of business and I started to do what I do now, which is being a personal growth mentor. And so that took dedication and commitment. Then I also, during that time, earned free travel multiple times. Now, to earn free travel in those kinds of companies, it is not an easy feat But if you are committed, you can absolutely do it. And it's worth it because the best kind of travel is the free travel. I have ran a successful business outside of my direct sales. And this business, I have another business that I've ran successfully for 17 years that has afforded us an incredible lifestyle. A couple of years ago, I committed to write a five-week-long Bible study. I had never written a Bible study before, and I am so proud of what I did. 
this is definitely one of those situations that I committed and I had no idea truly what I was doing. But in the end, it's truly something I'm very proud of. It's an incredible Bible study. It's called Seed of Power. Then I created my 90-day course called Social Selling Success Academy. It's awesome. And I will be doing a full launch of that here in March. And then I have produced this podcast that you're listening to right now. There's a lot that goes into a podcast, but I am committed to be tuning in every single week, giving you valuable content. So I hope that you'll join me here. So let's get on with what is commitment exactly? So most of us are familiar with the commitment of marriage. I don't think it's that much different, but it is a little bit different when you think about what does commitment look like when it has to do with your dreams and goals? What is that kind of commitment? So I looked up the word commitment and the root words of commitment were to give in charge. So commit is to give in charge. And then the mint part is results or product of the action. So I kind of combine those together. And so commitment is being in charge of the action that produces results. And here's a couple other synonym type descriptions of what commitment meant to me. So I say this all the time that first you make a decision and then you make that decision right. And I have done that so often in my life where I just make a decision and then I am committed and somehow, some way it all works out because I'm willing to stay the course. It can also be considered determination that you will not stop until you get to your destination, no matter the obstacles that you face along the way. You will commit to overcoming them and getting to the end. It's a willingness to do whatever it takes to fulfill and follow through on the responsibility to fulfill a promise to yourself. And we're going to talk more about that. Promises to yourself are so important. And to commit to something means blocking out all other possible alternatives and focusing all your attention and efforts on one definitive object. Because this is the thing. We cannot be committed to multiple things all at the same time. Certainly you can be committed to your marriage and your family and then have a career and be committed to something in that. But it is really not possible for you to give 100% full commitment to multiple things. And so that's what we find here in the world today is so many people are trying to juggle too many things and they aren't able to commit 100% to one thing and do it really well and see it to the end. So that is what I want to talk to you about today, about helping you to identify what it looks like to commit to something and see it through. When you commit, you decide to pursue one clear path towards your desired destination. You decide that you're going to be proactive and never back down, no matter the problems that you face along the way. A committed person has a mindset that there are no other possibilities or alternative paths. When you're committed, you do not quit because quitting means that you will fail to achieve the desired outcome and that is just too painful. That's how meaningful it is to you. So making a decision to be committed means that you must take action because quitting is not an option. 
This is the mindset that you want to create to have unshakable commitment to your goals. So I already mentioned a little bit that many people never commit or they never are able to fully commit to one thing. So I want to talk about how come some people struggle to commit to anything at all ever in their lifetime. And so I made a list here. And so this is one of them. And that's limiting beliefs because it's through our belief that you create the circumstance for giving up and then you look to validate that circumstance by looking for evidence to substantiate your reasoning. So you need to identify all the limiting beliefs that might be keeping you from the life that you desire. I did a podcast a few weeks ago on identity and belief, so I think it'd be a really good idea for you to listen to that one because if you don't understand how your limiting beliefs are playing into sabotaging your success, you really need to know because those are invisible subconscious things that are going on and taking you out. And so that is when you find yourself constantly in that state of how did I get here again? Why is this always happening to me? Nothing ever seems to work out. It has to do with your limiting beliefs. So go listen to that podcast. But another thing that I found with people that struggle to commit and me in my past too is sometimes people are just unwilling to pay the price at least at this time. And it's okay that sometimes we're in seasons and we can't, we just can't. But there comes a time when you have to get to a place where you are willing to pay the price. And we're gonna be talking a little more about that. Other people just don't feel ready. But here's the thing, you never truly are ready because you learn through taking action and being willing to fail. And failure is the best teacher. So, so often we wait to be completely prepared as if we can go forward and now we're ready and we cannot fail. But you are going to continue to fail and it's the failure that will teach you. And that is really what you have to get to a place of not being afraid to fail and not feeling like you need to be ready and prepared for everything. Sometimes you just have to make that decision and then you make that decision right. So the other one is waiting for the right time. So the right time is never going to present itself. There will always be obstacles to overcome. The time is now for you to get started on your commitment. And life just seems to get in the way sometimes. But this is a saying that I just love and I've quoted over and over again is you can either lead your life or you can follow it around. So it's time for you to just jump in, make a decision and make that decision right so that you can get to your dreams. Commitment is a necessary element to reaching your goals because when you fully commit and you have engaged your brain that there are no alternative routes, that I am going to this destination, then you make it easy for your brain to focus And it becomes like a homing pigeon that is just stuck on that end result. And so it actually makes it easier for you to achieve your goals when you are 100% committed rather than when you're just trying something or you're splitting your focus between multiple things. When you have one thing, it is much easier for your brain to assist you in attaining that. Then it also creates clarity because when you can see where you're going, and how to get there, it is so much easier to make decisions that you need to make on a day-to-day basis. 
It will improve your ability to spot opportunities that will align you with the things that you need to get to where you need to go. And you will have this willingness to get out of your comfort zone and push yourself to expand and grow because when you are so committed to that end result, to that goal and that dream, then you are willing to step outside of your comfort zone and to stretch yourself. You will have the courage to face the uncertainty, the fear and discomfort of branching out of the ordinary into the extraordinary. And I promise you that this happens. It is the most amazing thing that you never knew how brave you could be until you are faced with a decision of giving up or going forward. And when you develop an undying commitment to achieve your goal, roadblocks and failures become only speed bumps along the way instead of stop signs. And you will find that you have so much more tenacity than you ever realized that you had, that you're so much more capable than you ever thought you were. And I have an example about this from when I joined the military when I was 19 years old. I was a girly girl. It really wasn't a great fit for me. But when I was in boot camp, I got in trouble a lot. And it was because they want you to be trained to be very precise and basically perfect in these certain tasks because they're training you to have an attention to detail. Well, that is not my gifting. That is not who I am. So I was constantly getting in trouble for really stupid things. But when you get in trouble, they send you to what's called intensive training, IT. And I got sent to IT a lot and it was so hard. They would literally drill you and you would be exercising. And it is true that you would be slipping in a puddle of your own sweat. It was so intense, especially for somebody like me. I don't like that kind of a thing. Like, I don't appreciate that level of a workout. And it was so hard. And I remember getting to a point where I had to decide if I was going to quit or if I was going to release the resistance and I was going to be all in 100% committed to becoming a sailor in the United States Navy. And I had to tell you, When I got to that graduation and they announced, you are now a sailor in the United States Navy, it was one of the most proud moments of my life because I knew that I had earned it. And it was for the first time in my life that I truly learned that value of commitment and that I was capable of anything that I set my mind to. And you are too. We just have to dig deep and find that within ourselves. So now that you understand why commitment is so important to your success, What is it that is keeping you from staying committed to the things that maybe in the past that you have committed to, but you never saw through those unfulfilled dreams that you still want and desire, but they just haven't come to fruition yet? Well, I want to talk to you about several things that may be keeping you from being committed And I'll make a list of these things so that you can download them because there is a lot here. But I'll just go ahead and make a checklist for you about what may be keeping you from staying committed in the past. So first of all, not taking commitment seriously. Don't make an all-in commitment until you're 100% sure that it's what you want and what you love. I think a lot of people, even in marriage, rush into things before they're truly sure and certain. And even business dealings and product creation, things that are going to be taking a lot of their time and energy, 
they didn't really fully know in the beginning if that's what they wanted before they jumped in and started saying that they were committed. So maybe you just aren't taking commitment seriously enough. So it's very important for you to understand that you don't want to just commit to everything. You want to make sure that when you commit, it is something that is completely in alignment, has meaning to you, and it is where you want to go. So next is, what if you have a change of heart? So this happens all the time where people have a change of heart because when that choice that you made is no longer attractive to you as you previously imagined that it would be, then you're left with this, what did I do? And so I want to encourage you to choose wisely, weigh it heavily before you commit. Although I do want to say that sometimes you just don't know what you don't know. And until you start walking the path, there is no possible way that you could have known what it was going to entail or that you didn't enjoy it. So if you get to a point where you're finding that you're unhappy and you're not enjoying it, then maybe you have taken a wrong turn and it's completely okay for you to let go of it and to not have to feel like you need to lay in your bed because you made it, you know that old saying, you can choose to let go and then just make sure that the next time you commit, that you commit to something that sets your soul on fire, that you aren't making these loose commitments and just trying this and trying that. I have seen this a lot of times where people commit with the wrong motive because of their ego, maybe because of obligation, because they're trying to please someone else, or because they're interested and they don't realize that they're committing to something that they're not really dedicated to, they're more interested in, and they just don't know enough to make a wise decision. Because commitment should come from your heart and be in alignment with your goals and purpose. The reason you are doing what you are doing needs to be important to you. You need to be connected at a soul level and you have to find the meaning and purpose behind what you are pursuing. And if you can't and you don't have answers about why you're doing what you're doing, then likely you are on the wrong path. Another one is being half-hearted. You can't straddle the fence hoping that it's going to work or I'll give it a try. You have to be all in with both feet, wholeheartedly committed, not splitting your commitments between multiple things, like I said earlier. This is an important one. A lot of times people don't keep their commitments because they're just not invested enough. The more that you have at stake, the more commitment that you will muster to follow through with your actions. When you have nothing to lose, it's easy to let your commitments wane because there's no urgency. Your investment might look like the time that it takes to learn something new or acquire relevant knowledge. Like when I was creating my course, I had to invest money to buy a course to learn how to create a course. I had to invest lots of time learning multiple elements to do it. I probably invested hundreds of hours just to create my course. It could mean that you have to make a financial investment to support your goals. But the thing is, the greater amount that you have to lose, the more satisfaction that you're going to have in the end when you achieve your goal. And you're going to have the motivation when you are committed to that, to getting there, to follow through and push forward with what you are pursuing because you have something to lose. 
and it's more than just your pride. But I do want to warn you not to put everything on the line that is going to take you past the resources that you have. I've heard a lot of people advise this to people like, just make a jump, just jump off and just don't worry about what's going to happen. No, you have to be wise about your financial investments and you need to make sure that you are not depleting all of your resources where you're going to end up on the streets. I'm telling you, this kind of a thing happens and all that does when you get financially hurting because of the things that you're doing in your business is that it will make you feel desperate rather than committed. And believe me, people will not want to work with you if they sense that you are desperate. So don't be investing tons of money that's putting you in a hole in your business. If you've already done that, my advice to you would be right now, stop and think about what it is that you need to do to make money again, to turn on the faucet of making money. Don't keep trying to climb into debt in order to move forward. It's not going to work. It's going to continue to put you in a desperate place. You will not be happy and you will not function at your best if you're not happy. So off my soapbox there, I may or may not have experienced that before. So habit of not keeping promises to yourself in the past. Because commitment is so much more about the little things than it is just the big things. You make small commitments every single day in your life to yourself. Every time you make a commitment to yourself, even if it's an appointment with somebody, you're making a promise to yourself And if you don't keep it, it's so harmful to you in the long term because you are training your brain that you don't keep commitments, that it's easy for you to make up some kind of an excuse and get out of it. You're programming your brain. And so then what happens is more that you do that, then when the bigger commitments come, then you're going to figure out a way to break those commitments Your brain is going to be figuring out a way because it thinks that that's what you want because you've trained it to do this. And so you're going to be distracted. You're going to be drawn into short-term instant gratification things. And these temptations are going to sidetrack your efforts and take you out, period. So how you do one thing is how you do all things. And it's very important for you to be committed to the small things. If you give somebody your word, if you promise that you're going to get something done for yourself, then you better do it. And let me tell you, I had a really hard time getting this podcast recorded. I had a really busy week and I had intended to do it, intended to do it. And I finally had to be like, it is Monday. This thing is going out on the very day that I recorded it. So I know what that means. I'm I'm living out this life of keeping my own commitments to myself. Now, another one is obstacles. We face obstacles every single day, all the time. And we have to stop being wimpy about like, oh, it's hard, it's it's a challenge. I don't wanna keep overcoming these challenges. And you have to get some resiliency because if you are going to get to an incredible destination, you will have to overcome obstacles. And so many times I hear people, being a Christian, I hear people all the time saying, oh, well, I just figured when I started having all these problems that it was just God's way of saying that that's not what he wanted for me. So I just completely backed down. And I really don't believe that that's true because overcoming obstacles and challenges is how we build character. And it is what God wants for us is to be a better person. And so I don't believe that every time you are doing something and there's an obstacle in the road that is ever God telling you to turn back. 
He says that we're more than overcomers. So I just want to make sure that you know that. Don't turn away from obstacles. Go through them. And another thing is people get weary. Oh gosh, I'm sure you've been there. I know I've been there. And this is something I heard somebody say from stage once that just always has impacted me. And she said, as a leader, she would see so many people work so hard and they would quit when they were standing right next to success. They were so close. And often when we've given it our all, that is when we are just about to reach success. But sometimes we get so weary that we quit. We believe the lie that we just can't go on anymore. And the fact is you can. And just stay committed and just keep putting one foot in front of another, small steps forward, and you will get there. Or maybe you've had a history of failure in the past that your brain has now been trained that even when you try really hard, things don't seem to work out for you because maybe those things that you committed to in the past weren't really things that you were supposed to be doing and it failed because it wasn't your path. So don't let the past dictate your future. And another one is lack of faith because faith is the things that we hope for, but there's not evidence to be seen that would tell you that what you hope for is for sure going to happen. So when you step out in faith, it is hard because it's hard to walk by faith and not by sight and to not always see every single thing. You have to step and then things will be revealed to you. And it feels really backwards to our human nature. But God has called us to do this over and over and over. He has called us to walk in faith and he wants us to practice our faith muscle And I promise you that your path to your goals and dreams will require you to activate that faith muscle. So just get comfortable with stepping out in faith and sometimes leading blindly. You can do whatever you can to prepare, but there will always be unforeseen things. At least 50% of all the things will be things that you never saw coming. And then it's expectations. The thing is, we can't think that we know exactly how things are going to go and then be very disappointed when they don't go exactly how we hoped. We have to be open and you need to learn to be adaptable. As a successful person, you will be required to adapt to whatever the circumstance is. So know what you want, go after it, have a plan, but you'll also have to be open and receptive to allowing life to show you how it's going to happen once you have gotten going down your path. Sometimes how you thought that you would get there is not how you will get there. It doesn't matter. You stay committed. You keep your eye on the prize and everything along the way will work itself out if you stay committed. Sometimes it's lack of patience. We are in this instant gratification society. We're so used to getting everything fast and we don't ever want to wait for anything. But long lasting success will require your patience. And you need to practice having patience and waiting for things. Stop giving into your need for instant gratification. That is a normal human behavior. But in order for you to have all the blessings that God wants for you, you will have to practice patience. And a lot of times you just don't have a clear vision of where it is that you are going and how you're planning to get there. So you don't have clarity about what it looks like. So you can't aim with your eyes closed. You can't aim with your eyes closed. So clarity about where you are going 
and why you are doing what you're doing is very necessary, as well as knowing and understanding the action steps that you need to take along the way. And so a lot of people focus on fear instead of taking action, period. They get nervous and scared. They start looking at all the reasons why it's not going to work for them, and they focus on it. They take their eye off the prize. So the thing is, you have to not look to the left or the right, and you can't give fear power. When you get, when you focus on fear, you're giving it power and it will take you out. And the dream without action is a nightmare. So you have to make sure that you are not allowing fear to keep you stuck and frozen and not taking action. Furthermore, if you're taking action, make sure that you are taking the right actions because sometimes the fear will keep us from doing the actions that are actually going to move us forward and we'll do all the busy work actions. So be aware of that. This is a big one, complaining. Complaining is toxic to you. I've done this. I'm an extrovert, so when something comes in my head, I want to say it out my mouth. I have been a complainer. I still complain at times. But we cannot be victims to our circumstance. It doesn't matter what is going on around you, who is doing what. Focus on what you can do, not what you can't do, and what you don't have control over. Stay positive and stay focusing on what you have control over and what you're responsible for. That's all that you can do. Don't complain. Stay positive. And another problem, two more left, is that there is a problem when you don't have a plan. If you don't have a clear action plan, it will make you feel unmotivated because a confused mind does nothing. And the more that you don't take action and you know logically that you are not taking steps toward your dreams and goals, you will lose complete motivation and you will want to quit. And the last one is, is you have to stop compromising. And no matter what happened in my life, I am refusing to miss a task that I assign to myself. Just like this podcast, I am committing to myself that there will be fewer things that I commit to. And one of my major commitments for this year is to put a podcast out every week as best that I can. I really hope to get to the end of the year with 52 podcasts. So you guys can hold me accountable to that. So stop compromising and make sure that you're committing to do the things that you know that you need to do to move forward. And it doesn't have to be everything. It just needs to be a few things that are going to move you forward. The very last thing that I want to share with you is tips on how to stay committed. So we talked about all of those things that can take you out. I'm sure that you related to a lot of those things, as do I. I probably wrote all of those things because I myself have experienced them. But the tips on how to stay committed. So this is pretty simple things, but I'm just going to go over them because this is what it takes, guys. So first of all, it is really important for you to write your goals down because writing your goals down is that first step where you're taking it from the imagination, from your mind, and you are bringing it into the physical world. So you have to write the vision and make it plain so that he who reads it can run. And it's very, very important to do this step. So if you have not written out your goals and where you're going, then definitely do that. And I'll be doing a podcast on how to set goals. I heard this from, it's from the book, The One Thing, and it's phenomenal. So I want to share that with you. 
but make sure that you are setting your goals and that it would be so powerful if you even rewrote them down. And we've talked about this before, how powerful this is if you just rewrite your goals regularly, daily or monthly. I have a planner that lets you do it monthly and it's really, really powerful to keep you on track. So we already talked about this a little bit, but in order for you to stay committed, you're gonna have to embrace the struggle. You have to let go of the resistance by choosing that you are not quitting, that you are committed no matter what, because it's when you resist that the struggle becomes greater. So in those times of struggle, remember that all you have to do is take one more step forward because empires are not built in a day. And so it is not a race. And even if you're only inching your way forward, at least you're moving in the right direction. Don't quit and stay committed. Little steps forward. This is a really powerful thing to make a contract with yourself. Write out the contract about what you are going to do, the end result, what you're willing to do in order to get there, like how many hours you're going to put in or what you're committing to, and then sign it and make it visible. And it's a contract between you and you. It's very powerful. I make people that join my course sign a contract with themselves too. I think it's really powerful. Then write down two to three tasks each day that are going to move you forward to your goal, that if you got those things done today, you would feel satisfied that you had made progress. So that's getting back down into that, yes, write out your big goal, write out your monthly goal, but you really need to break it into little bitty tasks daily that you can check off your list that you can inch your way forward. Make sure that you're taking time to plan. You have to know exactly what you're doing, what you want, where you're going and how you're going to get there and even the timeline of when you're going to be doing what. Even if you write this whole big plan and you have to adjust it along the way, it's very necessary for you to have a plan. Remember, a confused mind does nothing. So if you're not doing anything, possibly you just need to sit back down and rework your plan. And you have to track and measure your results. So often we don't give ourselves enough credit for what we have done. And that's how you get to that place where you could be standing right next to success and you quit. So track your results so that you can prove to yourself that you are making progress, that you are moving forward. So make sure you have a way to track and measure your progress. And of course, consistent action. Action is king, guys. I tried for so many years that if I just wanted it enough, I could just attract it into my life because I wanted it that bad. And the only thing that is ever going to get you what you want is consistent action that is going to keep you progressing and feeling motivated along the way. And you have to trust the process. Don't focus only on the results. Let go of expecting things to go perfectly and on time and the exact way that you envisioned. You have to trust the process. Know what your action steps are. Continue to take those action steps. And as long as you have a good plan, then if you're taking those steps, then you should get eventually to where you want to go. I already said this, but reward yourself along the way. Give yourself some rewards. If you have a very long-term vision for where you're going that might take a year or even five years, then you want to make sure that you're giving yourselves rewards along the way. Rewards like if I make this many 
contacts, then I'll give myself this. Or if I get this many recruits, I'll give myself this. If I get to this level of sales, I'll give myself this. I'll take my family on vacation when I reach that next level. Whatever it is for you, create rewards for yourself. It's very important for you to reward yourself along the way to keep that motivation up because that's going to give you those dopamine hits that you need in order to stay feeling good and enjoying the journey. And, you know, it doesn't always have to be like a monetary thing. It can it can definitely be rewards that are like rewarding yourself with um, me time and things like that as well. So develop an ability to get back on track immediately when you've made a mistake or you've gotten off track. So this kind of goes back to like me and all the years that I would diet. The one time that I would make a mistake in what I was eating and then it was like, oh, well, I already messed up, so I may as well just go all out. You know, that is the attitude we don't want to have when we're pursuing our success because it really will derail you more and more the more you do that and the more you compromise. So just learn to get back on track. So you mess up, you get a little off track, you have a day off, but then get back on track the next day. Don't let it turn into a week and two weeks and then you're quitting. And then you want to make sure that you're visualizing yourself winning regularly. This is so powerful. I'll also do a podcast on that about visualizing and how to do that exactly because you need to get to a place where you can see and feel the end goal where you almost it's going to be when you get there it's going to be surreal because you've envisioned it for so long and this is a very necessary thing because your body can't go where your mind hasn't already been. And visualizing is huge. So I will be doing a podcast on that coming up in the next few weeks. The next one is develop a positive mindset. Because if you continually feed yourself with successful images, thoughts, and beliefs, it's going to make everything so much easier. Complaining and being negative is only going to create a toxic toxic atmosphere that's going to make you quit and make you feel miserable. So do whatever you can to stay in an empowered state, to stay positive. Think about what you're inputting into your brain. What do you need that is going to make you feel excited and energized and keep you feeling positive? A couple more things that I want to share with you guys is you have to be willing to sacrifice because most big goals require some sacrifice or something that you don't want to do. So instead of looking at the sacrifices that you have to make, and maybe that's time with friends, maybe that's money, maybe that is giving up some things that you enjoy now so that you can invest that money in help in your business or in products or whatever it may be. But think of those sacrifices as stepping stones that are going to get you to your goal. You're not sacrificing for nothing unless you quit. So don't quit because if you make sacrifices and then you quit, it does make you bitter. But if you don't quit and you get to that end game goal, then you're going to be so happy about the sacrifices you made. They'll be worth it. And then you want to make sure that you prepare a simple mantra, a word, or a song that will help you to stay focused when you want to quit. So I did the podcast word of the year. And so that's a really easy one to have the mantra of your word of the year. My word of the year is prosper. So anytime I'm doing something and I want to quit when I'm exercising or I want to eat everything in the kitchen that I shouldn't, you know, I can just tell myself, do you want to prosper? Come on, you've committed to being prosperous this year. Is this going to make you prosper? So create that mantra and music can be really powerful for some people. 
And I listened to this and heard this and I thought it was so amazing. Did you know that you're 77% more likely to reach goals if you check in with somebody every week? If you have accountability? I mean, you're like 30% more if you have some kind of accountability. But you're 77% more likely if you check in with somebody weekly. So this doesn't have to be a coach or anything. It's just a friend. Like you and a friend choose to be accountability buddies and check in with each other and tell each other what you did to achieve your goals this week. And then make sure that you're surrounding yourself with like-minded people. People who are excited for what you're doing, who are rooting for your success. It can be so powerful because if you are around a lot of people that don't really know or understand what you're trying to achieve, it can be really depleting. So make sure that you look for the people that you can hang around with that are on the same path that you are on, that they're visionaries and they are going somewhere with their life. They're not just doing average stuff. They're being extraordinary like you. And then I want you to make sure that Lastly, you are nurturing your commitment. So just like what I've learned from a successful 25-year marriage, from creating a successful team in direct sales, you have to nurture your commitments. You can't just set them and then let them go. Just make sure that you are nurturing the things in your life that you're committed to, that it's a priority to you, that you're investing time and energy into that commitment in order for it to survive. That's all that I have for you today. I hope that you enjoyed that. As always, I gave you some deep stuff, but I know you love it. And I want you to stay the course, keep the faith, stay in action, and stay committed. And you will reach your dreams. And I'm going to leave you with this quote from Sir Winston Churchill. Never give in. Never give in. Never, 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 never in anything great or small, large or petty. Never give in except to convictions of honor and good sense. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful week. Shine bright and make a difference.